me. Hello. 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 So this is like this is like blind dating. It's like mate for the you first blind, time. Do you say blind dating? <laughs> yeah. Describe yourself to me. What do you look like? I am five eleven. I am. Uh, I almost choked there. I, I, I'm a. I'm a. I'm ten. A, I'm a uh, little muscular dad bod. If that makes any sense. A little. You're not little. Oh, mate. I don't give you I little. Say, no, no, no. I'm saying a little bit of a fat dad bod, like a fat dad bod. Or, or, that just or, makes me use fat. No, sorry, sorry. No, I said it. I said it different. I'm you need to be like a, a, a slightly I was, I was muscular dad bod. Slightly muscular dad bod. That's a way better way to, to put it. Thank you for that, for that verbiage help there. Zero muscular dad bod. I'm so zero muscular. My gym membership is on freeze. Damn. I froze it for two months. I'm I'm planning on going back in August. I'm, I'm mentally preparing myself. I'm uh, as they would say, I'm Simone Bilesing it. Oh. <laughs> no hard short term. Simone's been through a lot. I hey, we're gonna I mean, we're gonna dive into it before I get to it. I mean, Olympics are big. I haven't really watched the Olympics. Ever. I have honestly. I haven't watched any of it. So my wife's really big into gymnastics, and I'm like, you know, what the hell? We got Hulu, got Hulu back. We haven't talked in years. My wife took Hulu Live away from me, and then she brought it back. She said it was for me, but coincidentally, it was at the same time as the Olympics, so we'll go with that. But I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. And, like, you know, I mean, the girl's 24 years old. You know, she's been through a lot, so – Anybody giving her a hard time, I, I would say go fuck yourself. Because I mean, she's still she's still a badass. I mean, she is um, an Olympic gymnast. And on the other note, no, I, and it sucks not only for her but her team because, like, you know, I didn't know anything except the name Simone Biles. I didn't know any of the other girls, and these other girls have been kicking ass, dude. Yeah, They've I don't know there. any of them. I got, I've got nothing. Like Sarah asked me about it. I was like, man, I haven't watched or looked into anything. I don't even know what's going on. Nothing. The girl that won gold on the floor, it was actually an alternate on the team. And then somebody, there's another girl. She won, Oh, she won all around gold. So, I mean, we had a lot of good gymnasts other than Simone. I mean, I understand Simone's situation. She didn't want to take that away from her, but that's just media. I'm not going to lie to you, though. The shittiest thing about the Olympics this year is with it being in Japan, you literally find out all the results because we have our phones. So, you know, ESPN's updating you who wins what when. And you have yep. it. And, and then it doesn't air until 7 o'clock that night. I mean, you can watch it live if you're, you know, if you're awake at that time, I guess. But most of the time it was like, oh, we already know. So, like, that kind of took the excitement away. So, I mean, if you shut your phone off, I guess. But, anywho, uh, let's backtrack a minute, you know. Uh, we got a new co-host. Um, was actually – he's from a long time ago. Um, bringing him back after a few years out in the <laughs> – he had to go find himself is what we kept saying. Uh, he's got a family, whatever. So, Nate, uh, I'm not going to give you the whole episode because I feel like we could take an hour just to talk about you. I'm just excited to talk to someone other than the walls of my garage. Tell me a little bit about yourself. You know what's going on with your life. Uh, Say, we're gonna. I'm going to give you a little bit of extra time at the end for that little Remy spot. We're gonna. We'll we'll, we'll take it to a serious note just for a bit. But before so, that, just so up, you just. Just update. Let's do that last. Um, dude, there's really been zero excitement whatsoever. I've been my been my my ass has been kicked with work, trying to get the backyard done for Remy's birthday on August. At, uh, I think the twenty second. Twenty second. Twenty second. That's right. Twenty second. Yeah, twenty second. Fuck, dude. You're My telling me. Why? Because it's it's funny because it's like 
and I don't want to take away, but it's like, and it has nothing to do with you. It's just like, she's like, man, dude. And I think it's just, it's just life. And like, it's like, you know, didn't want to do anything last weekend, uh, family reunion. So we went to that. Didn't want to do anything this weekend. Uh, one of her friend's birthdays. I'm like, listen, we don't have to go to that. She's like, we got to go. Then next weekend we're doing a golf outing. And then the weekend after that would have been a free weekend, but now that's Remy's birthday. And then the weekend after that, I haven't told her yet, but there's another golf outing. I'm sorry if I haven't told you before you listen to this podcast. But, but <laughs> anywho, back to the playground, which we've all anxiously been waiting to hear about. Yeah, so the railroad ties are around the perimeter. I've got two that are not set where they need to be because we need to add a little bit more rock. We need to to compact it, and then we're going to bring in some 12s on top of that stone to really be able to get it compacted. And then once that's done, we just got to roll the turf out. So it will be done before the birthday party. It will be done. So... It's close. But, it is close. So we've got about yeah. two weeks until the birthday party, and it'll be done. You have three weeks. Three weeks. Technically. Yeah. You got like, yeah, you got two in a few days. But yeah. Yep. Two in a few you days. That's not a lot of time for you, Nate. Oh, I know. Don't you worry about that. I got this all handled. I don't know if you know my stepdad, but he's really good with machines. So that, mother, that, dude, that dude can literally pretty much make anything flat with the machine before you bring the compactor in or anything or the rake or the come along. I mean, he's just that good. Makes it so simple. I backed the trailer in, I dumped the dump trailer of rock and he went after it with the excavator and he just, it was awesome. And he picked up the railroad ties. He put them in place. I straightened them out, made sure they were level. It was it was a good day. It took us probably two and a half hours to get the, the first layer of rock in and, and set the, the railroad ties. And that was that, that was it. So from what we have to do going forward, I bet we have about the same amount of time, maybe a little bit more, but that's about it. We just no one's, sure, we just got to make sure the turf's uh, ready. Nobody's more excited for this playground than me. It's not even your kids. It's me. Sarah, 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 bought a, Sarah bought a bounce house. For adults, for whoever, so the the playground will be ready. The, Is there the a boiler? House will, I dude, I have no idea, no clue. I would imagine, I would imagine our two fat asses, Dad Bod, can get on there. Well, two I not one at a time, one at a time. Uh, All right, Chad. Okay, Chad, your time's up. Share. It's my turn. My turn. Get out of the bounce. Get get out of the bounce house. It's my turn. I'll probably fall asleep in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Just, right, just, 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 just booked a uh, a grown up uh, all inclusive trip in January. Where are you going? We are going to Cancun. How can you not take your children, you piece of shit? <laughs> this is the first adult trip vacation since the children have been born. This is something that I was going to hit on. You know, it was something I was thinking about with subjects to talk about tonight. And this is the thing, because I had a friend of mine was off work this week. It wasn't like a vacation. It was like her boss was taking a vacation. And like, basically, she can't work if her boss, he or she, them, <clears throat> uh, people probably won't know. But like she we had talked and it was like they were like, well, I have the week off and, you know, I can still take my kid to daycare, but, you know, I, I don't know. It's like, it's almost like there's a guilt trip there. And I, I told him, I was like, listen, dude, take that time. You know what I mean? If you want to take your, your parents need time away from their kids. I'm not saying, you know, if I think if you feel guilty about it, then you definitely deserve it because that lets me know that you care. You know, if you're just oh, like, 100%. You're like, fuck those kids. I'm out of here. And I'm like, I'm a little concerned. But if you're like a little, if you're guilty about it, then you've earned it. Because, I mean, there's been times I know, even a, like a few, it was a couple of weeks ago, I knew I wasn't going to work. I still took my daughter. Uh, it was the one day we actually take her to another person's house. I still took her over there and I stayed home. I cleaned the house. I did something productive. But I still had a little time just to relax and watch TV, and, you know, get stuff done. Because, I mean, shit. You need that as parents, and uh, I'm going to say to all parents, you know, go do it. Uh, If you don't feel guilty, maybe you need to think about what you're doing, 
But if there's just a little bit of guilt there, then you're doing it right and you've earned it because that lets me know. So that's that's that would be my call on that. Parent trips yeah, I, are a must have. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember when we first uh, were pregnant with cash. That was the first number one thing everybody said, like, look, you love your children. You're with them every day. You coddle them. You do everything for them. But at what point do you tend to lose yourself as a as a person? As he, and then as a couple, you have to take time for each other. So Joe Joe and Kelsey and Charlie and Brittany and us are going to Canticoon in the middle of January for a week. We're going to go have a good time. It's an adult-only adult only, uh, resort. And me and uh, Joe and Charlie are going to go deep sea fishing for a day for about eight hours and Hopefully catch some big fish and then come back and hang out with the girls. But have a good, have a damn good time. It'll be well worth it. We'll be ready to get back to the kids. It's just too bad not an adult, or maybe I would have got invited. Say that again. I said it's too bad I'm not an adult, or maybe I would have gotten invited. Oh shit! I would I'd invite you, but I don't know if you'd go. You probably wouldn't <laughs> go, would you? Well, if I can't plan for it now. Why can't you? We just booked it yesterday. Ah, that's too much. That's too soon. I can't. I can't save that amount of money in that time. I'm poor. I don't. You can't, make you can't save that amount of money from now till January or December. No. Stupid shit. I love DoorDash. It's, it's going to be the death of me. <laughs> is that is that why you got that dad bod going on right now? For sure. I will say I've been I've been I've been good about DoorDash. I've been cooking a lot. Cooking a lot at home, so that's helping out. I just made uh, some smash burgers on the, the the Blackstone. Smash burgers are a big hit on the Blackstone. I don't like. Dude. I'm on a Facebook thing, and it's like everybody's making smash burgers. I'm like, hey man, it's solid. My biggest thing, and I don't get on there because I don't get into comments with Facebook people because it's unless you're there's always going to be an idiot that's going to try to piss you off, and they're just dumb too. I just read and move on. But I see a lot of issues with people trying to see the Blackstone. They're always like trying to clean it, this, that, and the other. And you're just like, listen, you cook on it, you scrape it off, you might scrub it a little, but you heat it up, put a little vegetable on it. That thing's seasoned as you go. Okay, that's, that's what I do every day. Every time I use <laughs> it, it, it takes two <laughs> seconds. You know, and, and the easiest part is uh, as soon as you get done cooking. It's still hot. Pour a little bit of water over the area you were cooking on. It boils up immediately, kind of lifts the food off of it, and you got your uh, your cleaning scraper, and you just scrape it to the back into that can out the back, and then just put you a little bit of uh, olive oil back on there. Clo- uh, close the lid. You're done. It's just good to go. Blackstone all the way. Oh, it's, and it's honestly the easiest thing to cook on. I think the food tastes better. It's just, it's awesome. It's like it's like eating food from a restaurant, honestly. It's good yeah. shit. Blackstone itself makes you a chef. Makes your food taste even better. Plus, they got so many cool fucking gadgets, man. No, it's endless. It's endless. And then you like need a, your own little shed for all the shit you can have for it. Own a little cooking it- area. It becomes its own hobby, which is nice, you know. If you're like trying to, you're trying to find your dad hobby, what are you doing at home. Box. Oh yeah, let me get me a, uh, get me a nice little apron. Just you know what, may just make some uh, YouTube videos. Who knows? I I have a hibachi outfit with a do hat. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, I got the the tall ass hat and it's got Chinese lettering <laughs> on it. I don't know what it says. Probably dumbass, but whatever. I'd love to see that. I'm the best hibachi maker you make. Uh, I've done it twice. First one was a bust. The second one was way better. But let's be honest. At the end of the day, what makes the hibachi is the yum yum sauce. Buy it at Walmart. Huh? I said buy it at Walmart. Oh. You can make it as, as shitty as possible, but as soon as you add that yum yum sauce, just awesome. man, it's good shit. I lather it. I mean, like, oh, uh, whenever I, when I'm in person, the dude pour, puts those little cups in front of you. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. Keep coming. 
go ahead and get me another dish. Go ahead and fill that one up. You know what? Go ahead and make that two more dishes and fill them up. And he just looks at me. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Just go ahead and give me the damn container. Let me pour my own. He's that tub here. Oh, yeah. Leave that tubby for for fucking tubby over here. I need exactly. it. Exactly. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> oh, yeah. What else is new in your life? Nothing. Just uh, busy. Uh, insurance is good. Just trying to to be more successful every day. Trying to provide for the family more and more. It's a motivational focus, podcast. Yep. Focus on making making money. Keeping my kids alive. That's about it. It's about One it. step at a time. One, One step, step at a time. time. All right. Tell us about the incident with Remy. This one of the scariest moments of my life. Which I mean, what surprises surprises the hell out of me. Like something I would never think of. So I mean, this is definitely a good learning. I mean, it was. It was. It was nutty. Um, so, it was either a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Um, the babysitter comes over every morning, hangs out with the kids. One allows Sarah and I to work, run errands, do whatever we need to do. Uh, and then when the kids get true interaction instead of just watching TV all the damn time while mom and dad are on their computers working. So we needed to go to Lowe's. You know, I wanted to get some some stuff for the house that I needed to get. And I was like, you know what, let's just go run to Lowe's. Let's get some stuff done. Remy was fine. Actually, the night before, she was crying a little bit. She said that she was cold. I covered her up, shut the door. She didn't feel like she had a fever, nothing. She went right to sleep. Well, the next day, she was good. She had breakfast. She was giggling. We were wrestling. Babysitter got there. They were good. Sarah and I went to the gym. They went to Lowe's to get the stuff for the house. Um, I'm literally standing in the Lowe's checkout line. Sarah was left in the truck. Before I got out, Sarah said, hey, Aspen, who's the babysitter, name drop, um, just, tried to, just tried to call you. And I said, well, call her back on yours. I'm going to go in here and do what we need to do. And I'm literally sitting in the checkout line, and Sarah just starts – like, I hear Sarah screaming, and she's sprinting to me. And I'm, like, scaring the shit out. She's scared of shit out of me. I was like, what? She goes, Remy just had a seizure. Dude, I didn't even say, okay, like, let's talk through this. Dude, I just took off sprinting. I left Sarah – right where I was. And I was in the truck before she was even out the, out the, the store. And I'm like, hurry up, let's go. And it took me probably from Lowe's to my house, no more than 10 minutes. I ran every stoplight, every stop sign, um, almost beat the, the ambulance there. We get there. She's, she's just out of it, man. She's just groggy. Like she can really keep her eyes open. Just looks like she hadn't slept in a year. And I'm just like, like, what's wrong with my daughter? Da, 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 da. Well, she ended up having like 102.9 uh, degree temperature. And that was from the outside under her armpit. So her internal temperature was, was more than that. So the seizure was caused by the, by the, her temperature, her fever. But I was like, and from what my mom and what Sarah's mom said, that's, that's actually a good thing, right? It was, and they call it a febrile seizure. So she must have gotten a fever while we were gone. The babysitter took her outside to play outside with cash. And they were actually drawing uh, with the sidewalk chalk on the driveway. Babysitter says she brought her in, um, set her down. Babysitter went outside to go clean up some of the stuff. And she heard Remy cry. She walked in and she said, as soon as she got to where Remy was, Remy rolled over and started seizing. She, she acted quick. She grabbed her phone. She called the, the ambulance, then, then obviously got a hold of us. She grabbed an ice pack, was trying to you know put it on her to get the temperature down. And they say her fever just spiked so fast. She had already had one while going outside in the sun. It was really, really hot that day too. Like you would have just been step outside instant sweat. Like it was just so humid. And they say that if a fever spikes too quick, they say it's like your body goes into like a, a reset mode and it, it causes the, the, the seizure. So went in the ambulance, we were there for probably five and a half hours. They ran all tests. Everything was negative, no COVID. There was no like, like pneumonia, nothing. 
And we still this day don't know what kind of what it was that caused the fever. It was something viral. And literally the next day she she never had another fever. So it was a little like some 24 hour virus that she got that caused a fever and spiked it. And she has a seizure and it was done. But I'm telling you right now, I, when I was on my way home, I was going 90 down 8th Street and there was a car that saw me pass the one car behind it. And then I got behind that when I went to pass it, it swerved to not let me buy it. And I swear to God, I would have rear-ended that car and ran it off the road and then would have just dealt with the repercussions later. Like, I, like, like I'd have murdered somebody. I'm not kidding. I would have literally have slit somebody's throat if they were going to get in my way to get to my daughter. Like, hell, I'm sweating right now just thinking about it. But... <laughs> I mean, you think you love your kids right now, and the 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 they are the world. But when you are faced with a situation like that, that you have no control, you can't help your daughter. You have, like, it's she's helpless. You're helpless. Like, dude, I was torn up. Like, I was crying. It was just it. It's just like, what do I what do I do? And then you know, you just put her in the ambulance, and then you go to the hospital. And you hope for the best. I mean, I, I honestly, I couldn't imagine these, these, these parents that deal with their, their children that, you know, have, you know, big time illnesses, you know, that are life and death type illnesses like that. That's tough. That's, that's some scary shit. I'm, I'm blessed and thankful that my daughter had just the febrile seizure. I'm not probably not even pronouncing it right, but, but that was it. So. I hug, so I hug, I, I hug my kids a little, little extra. I hold them a little tighter. I held them pretty tight as it was. I hold, I hold them a lot tighter now, though. Not gonna lie, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty scary. So, that was that's the story. That is the story. Just when you think you plan for everything. Oh yeah, you can't plan sure, for Dick? something. Yeah, you can't plan for something like that, at all. Whew, parenting, man, so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I'm literally, I'm literally fucking sweating right now. That literally just made me sweat. Yeah, I that, could going through that whole ordeal again. I couldn't imagine it. Dude, I like. There was a time when we were in Oklahoma and my kid was crying uncontrollably, and it was like it was different from any other time she'd been crying, and it was like. Honestly, I just looked at her and was like, I, I like, I'm helpless right now. And like, I felt so bad because like, she can't tell me what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong. And like, like you, man, I broke down, man. I was just like, I, I cried because I'm like, when you feel helpless, it's the worst thing ever. You're just like, and these kids, they don't understand. They have no fucking clue what's going on. And it mm-hmm. blows your mind that like shit like that happens. Like, you read about these people, these kids just like, they just up and die. And it's like nothing that like these parents were good parents. Like if something happens that you don't know, like one day they're just kind of sick. And then all of a sudden the next thing you know, they're gone. It's like, that just pops into my head every fucking time. And it's, that's freaking crazy. It's wild. Yeah. It is. I mean, it, it's in and out of your control. So, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't wish that. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Poof. Okay. Well, we're glad we moved past that. So we're doing a frozen theme birthday party, is that correct? I don't we know are the... we are doing a frozen theme birthday party. It's all talk about it. Like usually like kids at that age, like, hey, what kind of birthday you want? It's you know, whatever's on their mind at the time. She has stuff to it and stuff to it every time we ask her. She's like Elsa, 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 Elsa. So Are you dressing gonna that? be a I don't know yet. I don't know. It's like, if, who are you going as? Because, I mean, I might get an Olaf costume, but I don't want to roll up there and you're dressed as Olaf. That'd be weird. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go for I, the, I, the, I really, the shopkeeper. I really, yeah, oh, oh, wow. That is 100% spot on, Chad. Start, he was a big ginger. I'm a big start, ginger. Start growing the beard out again. Get the beard going. Try to work on the accent. Dude. <laughs> 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 That'd be fucking crazy. Wait, all right, so 
are 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 you taking hold on. present? Hold on, let me let me have this in my mind still, and let me just. <laughs> hey, hey, hey how can I help you? Oh, we got here. boots over. We got boots over here. That's our spring collection. <laughs> oh my god! Please, you're not please. Everybody else would. That'd be funny as hell. Oh man! Oh. Good times, good times. Are you guys doing presents? Yeah, yeah. We're doing presents. We are. It's so hard to think about. Like, honestly, like when my kid turns one, I'm like half tempted to be like, you know what? Just give us some fucking money because it's like my uh, kid. Sarah and I talked about it. Yep. My kid is just getting, she gets presents every day. Like, one grandma or another is coming home. With a new toy or something else, or you know, we've got toys. It's like she's doing this, that, and the other. But uh, I'm like, man, there's so many fucking toys. No, we it's literally, like, we literally have the whole basement full of toys, and then our living room has a wall full of toys. And I looked at Sarah. I said, "Tell your mom right now to not buy another damn toy. And if she does, it's staying at her house, or it's going to go in the trash because it's not coming in this house." Like, they do not need any more toys. It's ridiculous. Just, you know, put something into a college fund or something. Or if you want to give us a a gift card for mom and dad, but them kids don't need anything. But it's hard. It's like, oh, hey, here you go. Here's a gift card. You know, how do they enjoy that? You're going to have something open. I guess guess it's just one of those things like, hey, look, Christmas, birthdays, all right, you get some toys. But these random toys this week, the next week, Oh, here, you know, I was at Marshall's. I saw this little toy. I thought Cash would like it. No, not, be done with it. Be done with it. He, he plays with boxes. My kid plays with yeah. dog toys most of the time. Dude, I always told Sarah, I said, we're done we're, we're done buying toys for these kids because they both did the same thing. They literally just hover in the kitchen and they try to pull the drawers open and play with the fucking kitchen utensils. That's it. Yeah, I'm like, throw these, these damn toys away. I said, open up the drawers and let them just play in the kitchen. Jesus. Let them play with the plastic spoons that they want to play with all the time. Give them some knives. See what they do with it. <laughs> see that sharp one over there? Let's see what you got with it. Let's go. Show me, show me them, uh, them, them cutting skills. Maybe you're going to be a chef. We'll find out now. That's wild. That is going to be a good time. Going to be a good time. Kid party. Can't wait. Can't you know wait. what? The kid party is an adult party too, so you know we have it late is enough. It, I think it's on is a Saturday. Sunday. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's on a Saturday or Sunday. Hopefully, it's on a Saturday, and I can build a bonfire and we can all hang out. You say it's what? What day is it? I don't. I don't know. You're making me second guess myself if it's a Saturday or a Sunday. Well, the Saturday. This Saturday is the seventh. Did she, did she make a? The, did she make a Facebook yeah. post on it? Yeah, but I can't get I can't look at it right now because this app won't let me get out of it and go back. Yeah, Remy turns two. It is it's a Sunday. It is a Sunday, one p.m. We're saying it's a Sunday. Fuck. It's a Sunday. I think we we have kids parties on Saturdays. I don't like parties on Sunday ever. I don't either. Because then you can't do anything after. You just, it's it's home and right. bed. Yeah, because you're like, oh man, this is great. Even if you're not doing anything, like even if you're not drinking, you're like, oh man, well, yeah, this is great. Well, let's hang out after. And you're like, oh fuck, I got to work tomorrow, man. I got to go home. Sorry. Yeah, but like, hey, thanks for uh, hanging out. Yeah. yeah so, see ya. See you in a month. Great. great job with the Sunday party there. That's right. Uh, wait, so that's the 22nd. Okay. Anywho. Oh, Anywho. Moving on, because we're updated on Nate and his playground, which will be done by the 22nd of August. I think my guess was September, so, I mean, that's fairly close. Um, took a poll today. I, I saw uh, the poll. I was uh, um, going to make it a, a point to ask you, what were I've the been results? Cr- 
creating some poles lately. Uh, we did striping in the yard, which is a, a must-have. Today's thing, which I was thinking about, because I and I was just talking about somebody today. So the pole, which was, you know, if your kid was just dedicated, I mean dedicated, that was their passion, and they wanted to be a media influencer. And, I mean, you think it's like, well, there's no way they can make a living out of this. I mean, the people that are doing it, there's no way that, that that could be my kid and it's like well why not you know but it was it was kind of split surprisingly it was you know there were some people that said no which i mean i don't judge them for saying no um i had pe- i had a couple people actually message me and they're like yeah i'm i'm the parent that's definitely like no and i'm like you know what that's that's your choice because it's like i mean you want the best for your kids but it's like can you think that that's feasible and you're like well it doesn't seem like it, but why not? You know, and really, I gotta, I gotta get up on my, uh, get on my rant, get up on my podium. Cause I was thinking about this the other day, and it's like, you know, you you have your parents, your parents, like our parents raised us for what is considered an old school method now, and you know, they're I, like even my mom and dad, like they didn't know it was just like go to college, you know go to college. That's the best way, you know, go try to get a degree. That's the best place to figure out what you're going to do. And you're like, you think that like, you know, it's like, well, maybe I want to do this now I'll go to college. And it seems like they're almost closed minded, which they're not. They're just trying to do the thing that's best for you. But then you come into play and now you're a parent and you're like, okay, I'm going to be open-minded. I'm going to be supportive. But, you know, I think to an extent that sometimes even we trying to be open-minded are still going to have those biases pop up in our head because it's like, you know, even me sitting here, I'm like, you know, my daughter comes up to me. She's like, I want to be a media influencer. I want to, that's how, that's my pursuit. That's what I want to do, you know, to make money. And I'd be like, eh. and I'm, you know what, if I had to say, you know, I think, I think it's a, that's a touchy one. I feel like you have to be like, listen, you can be a media influencer because I think you can do, I think you can start that as a hobby, you know? I think you could start it as a hobby and then move into while well, maybe, you know, maybe you're going to school or maybe you're working up in a, a career of some sort, just doing, cause you're always going to have a, you'll have multiple passions in your life. So I think that if that was the specific thing, I'd be like, listen, you know what? Test the waters. I'm not saying just dive everything. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, but you know, if you need like help doing something, if I see the passion there, I see the drive, then yeah, I can support it. But I think I don't. I, I, I agree. So <clears throat> this actually brings me back to my junior or senior year of college. I'm in a um, oh, social economics class. I, I honestly forget which one it was, but the question was from the, the professor, and by the way, there was like three or four older individuals. I bet they were in their mid-40s with children in this class with me. And the question was, if you as the parent are the ones paying for college, should you, as the parent, have the right to determine what your child majors in? No. And and the lady in there that was next to me said, yes, it's my money. I'm paying for it. You're going to do what I want you to do. And I immediately shut her down. And I said, so you're fucking telling me that if your kid wants to be a doctor, but you want them to be a, uh, a sports trainer, you're going to force them to be a sports trainer when they don't have any sport. Like they, they don't even care about sports. You're going to force them to do something in the sports arena as a as an athletic trainer, but he wants to be a doctor, you're going to force him that way. And, th- th- and those are probably terrible examples. Let's say construction management, right? Well, not everybody is built for labor. Let's be honest. Not a lot of people are, are labor type people, but they want to be a business. They want to go into accounting, but you're going to force it. Like that kid's going to grow up and go, 
I just got a degree in something that I absolutely dread or I hate. So they're going to be miserable for the rest of their life. Right. Right. Same thing. So your kid wants to be an influencer on social media. If that's truly, like you said, that is their passion and they've shown every ounce of energy put into it and the determination and the, the consistency with it. And just, they live, eat and sleep this thing. I'm going to support them, but I'm also going to tell you like, look, at the end of the day, you got to make a decision for you. And if it's not making you money, you got to move on at some point. I'll still stay there in the background and I'm going to, you know, pat them on the ass every time and help them along as much as possible. But, you know, at some point reality is reality. There's no difference than me playing, you know, division one baseball and trying to play professionally and in the ball and independent uh, ball thinking I'm going to continue to keep playing this thing. And I'm like, I'm 24, 25 years old. Like, am I going to be 35 and broke and be that minor league guy? It wasn't even, it wasn't even affiliated. It was a partnership with major league baseball, but I was making like eight, $900 a month at that. And it wasn't even consistent. You, You know what I mean? You're not making a living, but at the same time, I'm a true believer on a dream as a dream and, you know, dream big and, and chase it. Don't ever give up. But at the same time, there's reality. There's a reason they say like less than 1%, 2% of, you know, kids even go to college at any level, let alone go play professionally. And I would think being a, an influencer on social media is probably just as, as hard, if not harder. You know what I mean? So let your kid pave their own way, let them fail, let them have aspirations, let them just, let them dream, let them dream and and fail and and fall and get back up and find out what they're good at that they can be successful at. I don't know. Kind of went on a a long one there with that one, but I was mind boggled. You're going to force your kid just because you're paying for the school. Like talk about control. I'd hate to see what their fucking her relationship with her husband's like. Yeah. See, I mean, I get the concept, you know, like back in the day, our parents kind of pushed college on us because they thought that was the route that they, they thought that was the better life. Go to college. Now there wasn't about like them trying to pick our major. That That's a bit intense. But that's what they knew. So they were like, you know, go to college, get a degree. That's how you'll make money. I think, you know, nowadays, I mean, college has kind of, you know, it's gone out the window. We go both ways on it. I I support both ways because I think that a lot of people should. I think sometimes that we just get so anti-college. It's like as much as we need the laborers, we do need the college people. So I think, you know, offer both options. You know, maybe your kid doesn't want to be a laborer, but maybe they do want to be a college. Don't lean on one or the other. Give them every opportunity. But I think, you know, with weird shit like that, like an influencer or stuff like all these new professions that are coming about that weren't there before, you know, it's like, hey, if you're doing this and, you know, it's working towards making a living, if you're making a living while you're doing it, you know, if you need help financially, I'll be there. Now, I'm not going to support you 100 percent while you go out and do this as a hobby, like. If you're going to be doing it, you still got to be, you know, you still got to be making money, you know, like you, like you say with baseball, you know, you said you're making $900 a month. Okay. Well, you could be doing that. And then on the side, you have another job where you're making money, but you're still working in the, I mean, there's going to be long hours for that. But I mean, if you ask a lot of successful people doing weird shit or paving the trail that hasn't been paved before, or a lot of people haven't gone down, you're going to have to put in the time. And I can't, I don't think that, you know, they're going to have to learn how to fall because, you know, I mean, it's going to be hard to be like, listen, I'm ne- I would never let my kids just, you know, end up homeless or some shit like that. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, just live in the house. I'll pay for everything while you try to get this up and running. Nah, yeah, got to get your teeth knocked out. Gotta get your teeth knocked out. You got to be trying to, you got to be making some moves financially because I mean, at the end of the day, I get that it's not about money, but it is, you have to be making money. Uh, in order to live, you don't have to make money to be happy, but I mean, you have to, to survive. So if you're making money to survive and you're happy and you're independent, I say, go for it. As long as you're not like trying to kill people, unless you're in the army, then that's cool too. So, 
I mean, it's a it's a hard it's a hard pill to swallow because like even as I sit here, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna be open more open minded than my dad or my mom. Not that they were closed minded, they just did what they knew because you know you don't know a lot of things. And it's like, I guess it's uh, I like offer them opportunities. I'm not saying like you can offer them up like what you were passionate about. See if they are passionate about it. You don't have to force them. You can't tell them what to do. I think any more than anything if my parents were to push something on me, eventually I would hate it because I oh, think 100%. I think part of my mentality was to go against my parents. Sometimes I think that I think, some, I think that's the natural thing for, in any child. Yeah. So whether or not I loved it, I could still be going against it because my parents pushed it. But if it's like, Hey, if you want to do this, yeah. But if you're going to be serious about it, then I'll help you, but you're going to have to work at it. Like, that's the thing, I mean, like we've talked about before, you know, with children and sports, because, I mean, that shit gets crazy. You can, I mean, I know a lot of people, their kid, they play softball, baseball, that stuff. It's year round now. And I mean, and it's just, it's crazy. And I mean, you can do that. You can be crazy. But I mean, you got to be like, are you doing it for the kid or are you doing it for yourself? I mean, are you doing it because you think it's what's in the best interest of the child or have you talked to the child and that's what they want to do? Because I think there's a lot of, whew, it's intense because it's like, I know my kid, cause I know that sometimes you can be like, listen, I know my kid wants to do this, but there's going to be days. Cause we all have these days as adults, you know, where it's like, man, I'm just not feeling it today, but it's like, but I need to do it. I need to do it because it needs to get done. And that's the same mentality growing up, trying to make a name for yourself and whatever you're doing, passions, you know, whatever career, life, anything, you're going to have those days where you're like, I'm not motivated and you just have to work through it. You know, like, honestly, I told my wife today, I was like, you know, I got to like four o'clock and I got really unmotivated. I was like, man, I'm almost going to be like, I'm not going to cook dinner tonight. I don't know if I'll really do much. I mean, I would, I'd, I'd be there hanging out with the kid, but it was like, I already had this list of a lot of things I wanted to get done in the yard, but I came home and I was like, listen, I'm going to cook hamburger helper because it's an easy meal. I'm not going to do some exotic thing. I got through the hamburger helper. I got outside and just, you know, I brought my kid out there, just kind of slowly started working, you know, finally it worked up and I feel a lot better. So I think, I think that that's, I mean, it's, it, it, it's really easy to say that you're open-minded and not be open-minded. So I think us as parents have to like step back and look at that because I can see myself because it's like, even as I wrote that poll, I'm like, no way, you know, cause you sit here and it's like, my daughter won't do that. Like, you know, it's like, I won't have to worry about this. This is just funny. But then the next thing you know, my daughter's like, Hey, I want to be a media influencer. You're like, Oh shit, this is real. How am I going to react to this? Uh, I mean, I think I think it's a good idea. I think I should try it more often. You know, trying to give parents questions that you know, the hard questions because they're tough. You know, I think, they, I think it's a I think it's a great idea. I think the poll. I mean, I think that's you know we can be on here. We can say as much as we want and give our input and our advice to to all the dads or parents out there. But to get feedback like that from a poll on social media. That's that's gold to me. I mean, you're gonna get all kinds of, you know. Well, like you said, it was fifty fifty. So you know, the majority, depending on how many people, you know, voted on it, it's split. You know, some people will do it, some people won't. You know, maybe you go a little further in it. You know, what if they wanted to be a lawyer? Okay. Yeah, we just support it, that. It's like a hundred. Is that is that a hundred? Is it a hundred percent? Or maybe you have the one odd person that would say no. Like, okay, now now let's go even further. You tell me why you would support that over that. Give me reasoning. You know, I, I'd be interested to hear the reasonings as to why you wouldn't support the social media, but you would be a lawyer or a doctor. And they're you know, all good ideas because yeah. no parent's going to be like, I don't want my kid to do it because I just don't want them to do it. I would say you gotta that, get, give me a reason. Yeah, give me, right. a, give me a fucking reason as to why you're not going to let your kid find their own way. Well, I think more than anything, it's like you look at media influencers and you see a lot of them out there and you're like, I don't want my kid to be like that. But I know that there's a, there, there's a lot of people out there that are making good money doing good things as media influencers. And it's a big thing nowadays. I mean, TikTok, YouTube, all these things, these people are just 
people are living off of just playing video games. Like even something like that, like, Oh, my kid wants to be a professional video gamer. I'd be like, well, that's, I'd be jealous as fuck basically. Oh dude, dude. <laughs> but I, I say, I ask that same question. I ask that question to me, my kids that I give lessons to, you know, I'm always, you know, you know, testing them, you know, mentally on where they are with the game and how much they actually want to be good at the game. You know, they come with me once a week for, for an hour. And I say, you know it's been seven weeks and I don't see any, you know, I don't see any improvement from you guys. And I, I look at him, I say, you know, what did you do last week after you left me on, on Monday? So you had, you had seven days. What did you guys do? How much? I said, raise your hand. And I said, be honest with you. I'm going to judge your character here. Like, you know, be honest, you know, with me and yourself and say, you know, who actually, after you left me until you got here the next week, actually practice on what we did. And then, then none of them would raise, especially the younger kids, they, they raised their hand. They didn't raise their hand. And I said, well, I said, now everybody put their hand up that played video games and they'd raise their hand. And I'd say the one I go to one kid and I'd go, how much do you play a week? He's like, I probably play two or three times a week. And I said, each time you play for how long? He's like, probably a few hours. And I said, okay. And I go to the next kid and it's about the same. The next kid about the same. And I said, Guys, you guys get it. You guys come in here and you get all frustrated with me because you're not you're not doing something a certain way that it's supposed to be done. I said, but you're going to sit there and play video games for three hours, two or three times a week, and you're pretty good at it, aren't you? Like, yeah. Why is that? And then that, it's like their eyes get real big, like because we practice it and we do it a lot. I'm like, but you want to be good baseball players, yeah? I said, but you only practice it once a week with me. Does that make sense? Well, from, from what you guys are telling me, you guys want to be professional gamers. Like. It's whatever they put it into. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you're, you're literally, your mom and dad are paying me money. You're in here wasting my time and your time. You know, do what you want to do, but, you know, do it. Don't just come in here. And, you know, they're 10, 11 years old. Maybe they don't know what they want, but, you know, at some point. You know, you got to choose what's important, what's not, what do you want to do? And you got to put the time and energy in it. But, but to your point, if you're, I mean, to go a little further with your, your poll, at what age are you talking? Let, let, let's, let's put an age on that. When they approach it. Yeah. So like if they come to you and they say, I want to be a social media influencer, what age? I mean, you'd have to be like in your teens. Because I think like fifteen, I, I, I would say fifteen would be like at the youngest. Because the I think, youngest, I think once you get any younger than that, like they don't really know exactly. Like, they don't you know that their minds aren't mature enough at that age. They haven't experienced enough life to realize all of the good and bad that's out there on the internet. Like they could be like, "Oh, I definitely want to be a media influencer," and then like you know they're getting into it, and then all of a sudden they're just like they're they're open to all these other things that weren't parentally controlled by us because you know i mean there's things that we're as parents not gonna let our kids see i mean yeah you're gonna like try to open them to life but at the same time it's like listen you got to be older before you can see certain things but then like at age 15 you know like they're starting to do things on their own they're starting to you know see things without us being able to control it they're out there in the world and then at that point then they can start when they can start making decisions for themselves. Then I'm cool with that. I mean, younger kids can make decisions for themselves, but I think that you know they don't know what they want. I think you know putting kids in sports is more like that's not a lesson for the particular sport. I think that's to teach them work ethic and teamwork and all these attributes. It's, I mean, it is about the sport of baseball, but it's also just about all the life lessons that you get from playing sports. At a young age, I mean, it's introducing them to other people, how they work with people, you know, how they take, uh, you know, how they take teaching, you know, how, basically having a boss or, you know, different situations. You're going to learn a lot in sports. I mean, the sports are just so much more than sports because there's nothing else like it. there's no there's you know, I mean, there's nothing else you can take your kid to where they're going to get all these life lessons as they are with sports, you know, physical, physical activity, teamwork, you know, working with others, work ethic, practice, 
you know, how are they going to do these things individually? And you'll learn, you'll learn what, you know, as they see what they're doing, they'll start to learn on their own and they're going to figure it out. So, yeah, I would say like, like you could come up to me at like 11 and be like, I want to be a social media influencer. And I'd be like, maybe, you know, maybe. We'll, yeah. Like we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. Like, and then move on give to me the a, conversation. <laughs> give yourself a few years because you, like yeah. your life is too young. Once you, once you get out from under my wing, because I'm not going to let you out there. I mean, yeah, I'm going to let my kid out into the world. They're going to be in school and all that stuff, but there's going to be a certain age when it's like, all right, you know, when they're 18, they're an adult. I have no more control. I mean, I do, but I don't, but I think it like, it starts earlier than that where it's like, you know, you're seeing things. You're seeing a lot more, I would say like raunchier, more serious, more adult. Like when you get to that and then you can start being like, Oh, I like that. This is something I like. So, yeah, I think – but I think even the people that say, no, I don't want my kid to be a media influencer, I don't think that they're bad parents. I think they're just like, I don't see the – I don't see the success in it. I mean, it's hard. I think – I mean, if you were to ask all these parents of these, you know, kids that are doing things like that, like do – they're successful and, you know, uh, I'm going to just say acting, you know, being an actor. You know, it's something that's not like an everyday thing. It's not a, these everyday jobs, professional sports, things like that. You're just like, no, no, I don't, I don't like, I bet you most of the people, most of the parents, like they never thought that this was going to happen. But I mean, a hundred percent of them will probably say it was them. Like they did this because they 100%, had, you know, 100%. Totally like, agree. like, I mean, there's going to be, there's a lot of rich kids out there that work for their daddy's company, me included, but I'm not a rich kid. I'm just, I just work for my daddy's company, but like, there's, you know, you, you work for like the firms or my, your dad has this multi-million dollar company and he puts you in this bullshit position just to take care of you. But then you have these other people that make millions of dollars, you know, playing sports and stuff like that. That wasn't given to them. They had to earn that. I mean, they may have had, they may have been, you know, blessed with, better you know coaching better facilities better stuff like that they still have to put in the work you know because there's always there's always the people that have gotten to the heights with less so at the end of the day it's going to be your kid's decision you got to support it you can't push them you just kind of you got to be open which is hard to do because i mean you fear for your kid your feet you fear for their failure that's just going to be your instinct so you're just going to get that's just what's going to happen um, that's that. That's just that's that's what it is. But I mean, I think the greatest thing that I think that moving forward, one of the greatest things that we can do, you know, with the podcast and with you know social media and stuff like that, is trying to think up things because you know we may not have as much parenting experience as other parents. And like we've said, you parenting your children the way I parent my children are going to be different because our children are different. They're going to take things differently. But something we can teach other parents and ourselves is asking is looking further into the future into the unknown and maybe bringing up these questions for other parents even if they're not voting on these polls they're seeing the question and it's popping in their head and now they're like shit what you know so now they're starting to think so that maybe that right there in itself is a success if we can get parents to think about the unknown with us because it's unknown for all of us because it, it always will be. And you can't sit there and tell another parent how to let's look at this. Okay. Let's, let's start, let's stop saying do this for your kid and say, this is what works for my child. You should try it. There's, there's, there's just so much difference in the way that you say that. Like it, it's one thing to say, this is what works for my kid. My kid's awesome. It's almost like a condescending way versus like, Hey, this is something that we do. Maybe you should try it. Maybe it'll work for you. And there's also another, like, these are the stereotypes that really start to piss me off. And the second one, it's always the next thing. It's like, you had a child. Well, now wait for the second. It's like, I had my first and let me enjoy my first. Let me enjoy my first one. Yeah. Cause everybody's always like, Oh, you're that first time parent. You're, you're crazy. This, that, and the other. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I've never done this before. Crazy to think. I'm 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 trying to keep it human alive. So yeah, it's fucking it's nuts. And they're like, yeah, you'll be a lot different with your second. And I'm like, you know what? At this point, I'm gonna be as I'm gonna try to be as crazy as I am just to prove you wrong. Because it's like instead of saying that, just be like, yeah, man, I remember those days. It's awesome. Just 
enjoy every second of it. It goes wild. I mean, I get it. It's never in bad. I don't think it's ever in, in it's never meant to be a bad saying, but I think I, and maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just, you know, me being a little bitch about it, but I think that some parents might feel it might make them like first time parents might get a little nervous about talking to other people that, you know, they like, I think, you know, maybe some parents that are having struggles with their children because it happens, you know, some parents have, and it's not their fault. They're trying everything in the world. Their kid, they're just not finding the right thing because you're communicating with a human that doesn't speak English and they have no fucking way of telling you what's wrong, what's right. So you're just trying to do every opposite thing. So there's no bad parent as long as you're there and trying, but you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that it's just like good kids, bad kids. There's just no bad kid. It's just maybe they're, they're, you're just giving them the wrong methods. They need something different. What works for my kids may not work for yours. It may, it may not, you know, we all have different opportunities. There's no reason to look down on the other people. You know, a lot of people are like, Oh, you guys are die hard on your schedule and you're running off every three hours to get naps. And I'm like, yeah, but that works for us. That's what we do. It has nothing to do with you. So there's no reason for you to complain about it because I could turn around and judge you because you're doing it differently, but I don't care if you love your kid and it works for them. That's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a harsh world. I mean, don't get me wrong. I judge parents all the time, but I do it behind closed doors. Me and my wife just sit there and we'll judge, but we judge everybody, but there's no reason to turn away from other parents or make them feel down or, you know, try to judge them for what they're doing to their face. You know, just be two faced like the rest of us. I mean, it's honestly, it's, it's like the, it's like the political (laughs) aspect of things. Like, you know, I have my, I have my beliefs, but I don't bash your beliefs just because they're different than mine. Right. We can still be to each their own. I'm going to respect you as a person because I know who you are as a person, but as soon as I hear that you have a belief, I'm not going to go, oh, well, fuck off. I'm not hanging out. I'm not, I'm not hanging out with you anymore or, you know, bash you because of it. No, you know, that's what everybody's different. That's the world we live in. Be different. You know, be you. I'll be me. You know, let's coincide and, you know, get along and have a good time. That's it. Same thing with parenting. You know what? You, you're you're going to do what's best for you and your family. And I'm going to do what's best for me and my family. I'm not right, you're wrong, or you're not right, and I'm wrong. That's just do you, do me. That's it. Yeah, pretty simple. And don't make other parents feel bad. That's yeah, it's not, it's, it's not rocket. It's not rocket science. Maybe, maybe you're a shit. Maybe you're a dick. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can be a dick. That's We're a, all. Everybody's a dick. Talking to my dad, he's like, You think I'm a dick? And I'm like, Dad, I'm a dick. Everybody's a dick. It's whether you're a good dick or a bad dick. Because if you're not a little bit of a dick, then you're just a pushover and nobody wants that. So you gotta have a little you gotta have a little bit of dick in you. I mean, and not not like physically. (laughs) Unless you're unless you're into that. I don't know if our recording well, we're two minutes away from an hour. This has been so much podcast i've been struggling with these solo podcasts just talking and it going i i think the last one was like 30 minutes i just couldn't talk to myself that long i can talk to myself all damn day but when it's like i'm recording something and i'm like oh shit i gotta think about something i always get two in my head about like you know making these so structured whereas they're just so much better when they're just free range and we just fucking go off the seat of our pants because i think that's what podcasts should be about yeah I, I mean, mean I, you, you can have it. You can have a basis on you know questions that you want to ask, but you yeah. know, just let the let the conversation just roll. Yeah, you just have to have a topic and then just let yeah. it go. That's right. Which is really by yourself. Solo podcast. Round of applause to you, people. Holy fuck! I can't like I I listen to people that can sit there and talk on hours and actually uh, be, they they're intriguing. I've I've heard them like they just they pull you in and I'm like yeah. I don't, they must have a better way with words. I'm better in a social setting. I always have been. I'm a social butterfly, as my wife would say. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah says the same thing. She's like, you're just, you just want to be social all the time. I'm like, that's just who I am. I got to have that, 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 that people interact. I love people. People deserve to be around me because I'm amazing. I don't want to hold it in. I want to share it with the world. 
So this was a great podcast. We're going to keep doing podcasts on Tuesday at 8.30 because Nate said so. Did you go away? Did I lose you? Anywho, I'm still talking, but I can't hear Nate anymore. Um, I'm going to say that uh, it's definitely been one hour. I hope you've enjoyed our podcast. This is the 25th episode. Is anything recording right now? So, hello, world. Just a little tidbit there. I think we had a little... uh, uh, we had a little uh, technical difficulty at the end of the episode. Uh, Nate's headphones died. I just got a text from him. But uh, thanks for coming around. It's our 25th episode. We'll be back next week. Uh, happy parenting. We love you all. If we can get out there and kill it, get that yard work done, dads, get that grilling done. Go outside and play with your kids. Think about the inevitable. Always think for the future. And always be supportive. We love you. Have a great day. Good night.